This week on the podcast, we have a very famous person joining us to talk about I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. Let's go. everybody welcome back to the dissect that film podcast where we talk about your favorite films film franchises and tv today on episode 96 of the podcast we are talking about a film that i don't think a lot of people even know exists but our special guest decided why not i'll always know what you did last summer from 2006 You've all heard the story, right? About what happens on July 4th? Whoa, Amber, you want to freak everyone out? What are you guys talking about? The fisherman. Every 4th of July, he sharpens up his hook, runs wild. (laughs) (laughs) They were the best of friends until something went horribly wrong. The secret dies with us. Say it. Secret dies with us. Secret dies with us. Secret dies with us. They know the legend, but they never imagined what would happen next. Did you tell anyone? I kept our promise. Which one of you opened your mouth? Now, someone knows their secret. I'm your host, Brett Parker. Joining me as always is my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. And joining us Hello. is the very famous Tony from Hack the Movies. Oh, hello. Thank you for having me on. I just want to say right off the bat, I'm sorry. Uh, I had actually <laughs> never watched this movie in full before. Uh, I knew about it, and I knew <sighs> I knew about the ending. And luckily, I had forgotten that I knew about the ending when I was watching it. Um, yeah, so I'm glad I finally watched it. I actually have the trilogy Ooh. box set here. It looks good. Actually, I, like that. I like that cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The art looks great and everything. And, of course, it's the wrong region. No. So I bought this, I bought this a few years ago. No. And I'm like, oh, and I, by the way, I always forget that I can't play it in my Blu-ray player. So, like, occasionally I'm like, oh, let me throw it last summer on. I'm like, oh, right. I can't, so I had to pop it in my computer and rip the Blu-ray disc just to watch this thing. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I really loved I Know What You Did last summer. I, I reviewed it on my show. I have a commentary track on Patreon for the second one. Uh, there was a TV show that came out last year, which apparently none of you even knew about. Oh, I knew about the show. I just have not have had zero interest oh, to watch okay. it. Yeah, it just I got care. like th- three episodes into it, and I forgot it existed. Uh, so maybe one day I'll finish it. Um, but yeah, I, you were asking me what movie to do and I'm like, oh, what, what can I do? And then I was like, oh, right. A few weeks ago, 
they announced that they're going to do a legacy sequel with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince because that's what we needed. Uh, spoiler, we didn't need the first sequel, but apparently we're getting another one. And I was like, well, you know what? I never actually watched that third one in full, as far as I could tell, so this is a good time to watch it. Yeah, so. this was one I had never heard of uh, until Dead Meat, the, uh, a channel we've mentioned many times on the show. Uh, they covered it on their Kill Count, and I was like, oh. So that's the only time I ever watched this movie <laughs> until last <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Tony, before we get into all of the, the fun of uh, going through this movie, tell us a little bit about your little show over there. Hack the movies. Oh, well, hack the movies. Uh, it's a it's a brand I've had for a very long time since like 2010. But in the last few years, it kind of took off. Uh, it's a movie podcast. Can you believe it? Whoa. Can you believe such a thing? No. Uh, but yeah, we uh we hang out in a video store most of the time and we just talk about movies new or old. Uh if it's an older movie, we usually call it talking about tapes. If it's a newer one, it's just the hack movie show. Lately we've been doing live episodes, which is a lot of fun. I've been doing uh end of the month uh wrap-up live episodes where I just talk about what I watched that month and the fans participate. Uh, yeah, and I just love talking about movies. Uh, I filmed a bunch of stuff in the past, so, yeah, I figure, you know what, there's probably some people on the internet that probably want to know what I have to say about movies. And then it took 12 years to find that audience, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> well, we, I, I mean, I, I am a huge fan of yours, of course. I watch you every mm -hmm. week, and I've been, I actually found out about you through Movie Dumpster, who we've had on the show, uh, before. Oh, I love Movie Dumpster. Yeah, I... Actually, I think one of the first episodes was an episode that Joe was on. Mm -hmm. Couldn't tell you which one it was. It was one of the many that he's been on. But uh, yeah, and I just got hooked. You, you're all your guests are hilarious. You're hilarious. Uh, the the gags that you guys do on the show, and then of course all the extra stuff you do with, um, you know your uh, your shorts that you made, your Halloween short, which was hilarious, and then you did the Die Hard, the Die Hard one, which was yeah, great. we. we... We made Die Hard a Christmas movie to shut everyone up. <laughs> it's like, all right, you don't think it's a Christmas movie? We put the Grinch and Kevin McAllister in. It's a Christmas movie now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we mentioned you. Anytime we talk about a movie that I know that you have covered on the show, we like to, to shout you out. So you are always, you have been involved in the show even way before you actually oh. <laughs> were on the show. So oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to. I'm, I'm getting Dan and I'm pushing Dan Angela to. To watch more of your content, so we're gonna, we're all three of us will be in the same. I did, what? I did like when you, I did like when you uh, messaged me. Hold on. <laughs> no, you're good. You, you were like, hey, I've been working right a while, but I'm a little nervous to do it, and I just responded all caps. How dare you ask me? <laughs> I'm too famous for you. I'm um, gonna block you. Uh, so <laughs> and then I'm uh, like, oh, okay, I'd love to have you on. <laughs> so behind the, behind the scenes of that of that message, I was very yeah. drunk. That was Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was very drunk and I literally looked at my wife. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to finally message Tony and ask him if he wants to be on the show. This is the only way I feel like I'll be, get the, get the, the, the willpower to do it. Cause I was just so nervous to do it. I was like, he's just going to say, no, we're nothing. We're nothing. I, I would have just, I would have answered normally, but the fact that you said I'm nervous, I'm like, Oh, I got to <laughs> say the worst. What's the worst possible response he could get. I'm like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and then I said, "Oh yeah, I'll message you soon with some dates." And I didn't message you till like two weeks ago. <laughs> so it's been a while. So yeah, I'm a I'm a bad host. It's okay. 
Uh, but I just find it funny that you are the third guest of 2023. We had uh, Gerald from Two Peas on the Pod who who just who picked an Academy Award winning or Academy Award nominated film in every everything everywhere all at once. And then we uh, then we had Justin from Epic Film Guys and Brain Stew on the show. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, he was on the show. We did Spawn. I love Spawn. So, so the movie quality. So the movie qualities are just they're kind of going down. Now we're talking about. I'll always know what you did last summer. So, um, Tony, tell us yeah. your thoughts about this movie since you literally just watched it in full for the first time. <laughs> tell me, tell us your well, thoughts on this wonderful know, film. You know, as a hardcore fan of the I Know What You Did Last Summer film series, uh, I was a little let down. Um, actually, it start, it's basically just a rehash for most of the movie. It's like, oh, we're just doing that again. Cool. Okay. I'm like, I get it's like in that universe, and I was fully expecting a uh, copycat killer. Uh, much like, uh, what was it? Um, the new uh, Saw movie, Spiral. Yeah. How, like, it's not actually Jigsaw. Spoiler, I guess. It's not actually oh, Jigsaw. No. Well, it wouldn't be Jigsaw anyway. He died in the third one. But, uh, but it's basically someone going, you know what? I'm going to take this killer's persona and just kind of run with it. That's what I was expecting. Uh, it was as low budget as I, I was anticipating. But yeah, then the third act, you could tell uh, writer Michael D. Wise was like, I, I don't know how to end this. I, I don't know how to end this. It's already kind of a rehash. And it's like, oh, I know what I'll do. And then he did like the worst thing you could have done in this movie. <laughs> um, oh, but, but yeah, hey, but hey, you know what? It worked out, okay? Because Michael Weiss, he ended up writing... The Butterfly Effect 2, and Journey to the Center of the Earth, and Hostel Part 3, and Scorpion King 4, and Jarhead 3, and of course, the newest one, Eraser Reborn. They made an Eraser sequel last year. Are you serious? Yes, they did. And they also, weird side tangent that doesn't have anything to do with the movies you just mentioned, but they made a sequel to R.I.P.D. Just want to throw that out there. That was weird because I'm like, no one even liked that movie. Uh, but the director of this, Sylvian White, uh, this was his, like, first, I think, full film? No, his second full film. And then a year later, he does, like, Stomp the Yard, which is, like, a huge hit. Yeah. Uh, and the then, he did the, then he did The Losers, which I actually liked. And then he did a bunch of just TV since then. He hasn't really... He oh, he Slender did one Man. movie. He did, the, he did the Slender Man movie. Oh, God. But yeah, he mostly did TV afterwards. So, I mean, good on him. I mean, I guess it's competently made, I guess. So it's not the worst <laughs> slasher I've ever seen is what I'm saying. But yeah, it was just a retread of the first movie. And then it just turns into a Friday the 13th at the very end. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the thing I read about Sylvian White is that he was brought onto this movie two weeks before they started shooting it. And he was responsible to get the shooting locations, the actors, and pretty much everything. So this movie literally had to be started in two weeks. This guy just, because I had a director and he got fired. And so they had to bring this guy on last second and literally give him every job before they started shooting. Oh, awful. Hey, like I said, it worked out. It worked out for him. Yeah. It worked out. He's directed some of the episodes Uh, of the Americans, which is, in my opinion, a great show. But yeah, I guess we should like let people know like what 
happened in the previous movies. I, if you want me to l briefly recap them a little bit. So, Tony, you have which covered by, these movies, so I'm going to let you yeah, give us a, a backstory. Right there in the background, I have the autograph of the killer from I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a bunch of kids. Uh, they run over someone. They dispose of the body. They They swear to never tell anyone. A year later, someone's going around going like, hey, I know what you did last summer, sending them cryptic messages. They get killed one by one. It turns out the guy that they ran over was a murderer who just got done murdering someone. Uh, and he came back to murder all of them. And then, of course, they fight on a boat. His hand gets cut off. They disappear. Uh, and they, they think they're safe. And then a year later, they win a trip to the Bahamas. Right? Was it the Bahamas or the Caribbean? Yeah, Whatever. It was, yeah, I think it's it was the Bahamas. Island. Yeah, yeah, the Bahamas. Island. The islands. They go to the islands and they're like, wow, I can't believe we won this trip. Uh, and then more murders happen and it turns out the killer is back and he has a son. And then they both die at the very end. Except for there's a fake out where the killer is underneath Jennifer Love Hewitt's bed. And that was it. That That's, that's the story. He was, as far as I know, he was just a human man. <laughs> um, Maybe not. Until, until this film. <laughs> but yeah, it oh. almost feels like, you ever watch like a sequel to a movie that's mostly just a remake, like Howling 4 or something? It's like, oh, this is just, this is just the same story. Yeah. That's what this kind of felt like, just modified a little bit. Until the midway point where they're like, oh no, it's a sequel now. And then the ending where it's just, insane yeah i mean we can even look at like huge franchises like a lot of people will compare as much as i want to talk about star wars but like the la or uh force awakens people just compare it to yeah. a new hope but it's like yeah. they're probably like well a lot of people like a lot of these kids they haven't seen a new hope so we're just going to give mm -hmm. them a new you know prettier version and then when they got those complaints and they got then we got the last jedi which was yeah. way different than anything we've ever seen and everybody <laughs> bitched about that so it's like what do you want from us <laughs> oh i could not find a budget for this movie i couldn't find what this movie made i don't even know if this thing was in theaters if this was just direct to video no this i believe this was direct to video so okay. i remember when this was i remember when this was coming out uh seeing ads for it and i was still like really big into those first two movies and even i just looking at the poster and everything i'm like no i'm good i can skip this one <laughs> Uh, I will say the killer is Don Shanks this time, uh, who is Michael Myers in Halloween five. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's played he's played nice. a bunch of uh, smaller characters in like uh, big movies. Like I know he's in like Dumb and Dumber and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, all that together, I still just I couldn't muster up enough energy to actually watch this movie until now until now so i can watch it with my best friends here <laughs> yeah, no right <laughs> boy yeah this was this was a this was 3.99 i can't get back but <laughs> also, i also apologies for that as well i like last time i checked this was on tubi oh, uh, and then i was like oh shit it's not streaming anywhere and i'm like now i feel like an asshole <laughs> Oh, all I want to say is that Brooke Nevin, who plays our lead character, is it Amber? Amber, the name of the main character? She was an Animorphs? Probably. Oh, boy. Yeah. Credentials. Ooh, that, that hit TV show for one year that was based on a book series I actually enjoyed <laughs> as a kid. Uh, 
like I'm just looking at these actors. Like we got David Pot Q Co. He was in Final Destination Two. Oh. Oh uh, wait, is he the guy that gets killed with the 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 ladder goes through his head? I, I he looked think familiar. So. I think yeah. he's that. I think he's that guy. <laughs> he was the only actor in this movie where I'm like, I think I've seen that guy before. Like douchey blonde guy. Yeah, that's him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tori Devito, who played Zoe, she was in One Tree Hill. I never saw that in, show. In, yes, in the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> And then and Ben Easter, who I guess I think he played. Um, was he was he like the guy that had a crush on Amber, the the cousin of the guy who dies in this movie? Yeah. yeah. Literally, sure. all it says is so. is an American actor and photographer. It doesn't even tell me what he's been in. It's just like, OK, well, well, well I'm looking at his IMDb credits here. OK, OK. <laughs> uh, he was a Baja sailor in Pearl Harbor. Oh, oh man. And then. Yeah. A bunch of other stuff, but his, yep. his, he's the voice of a bulldozer or, a, or something named Bulldozer in a yeah. movie called Up on the Rooftop. It's a Christmas movie about a dog. Oh, Lord. I really want to watch Up on the Rooftop. I'm not going to lie. It was it's probably better than this. It's gotta be right. <laughs> was, yeah, they say I don't see how it could be worse. He's <laughs> just sailor from Pearl Harbor, and it's just that one, just like one shot. They show of a guy. Just, <laughs> oh, hey, there you he might is. know me. I, you might know me. I was a uh, sailor in Pearl Harbor, and I was in Up on the Rooftop. And they're like, oh yeah, it's real cool, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. I remember you. <laughs> oh lord, this movie came out August fifteenth, two thousand and six, which uh, was right before my freshman year of high school. Ooh. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's really not a lot to talk about with this movie behind the scenes, other than it was written in 2000, and they originally were going to bring back Jessica, uh, Jennifer Love, <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. I words are hard, and that is fun. Uh, that is like one of my first like major crushes. You better get her name right. <laughs> and Freddie and Prince Freddy Jr. Yeah, they were going to bring him back, but they yeah, it just it didn't. Form. they didn't get a good enough script and all that and then they decided six years later this was a good enough script just redo <laughs> what you already did i don't blame them for not coming back because like no. that second one was pretty bad like it's fun to make fun of but yeah that second one's really bad and freddie prince jr wasn't even in the second one for that long yeah he's barely in it like his his he's the b story of like i gotta get to the island I guess it's so stupid. I don't remember if Jack Black was in that movie. Oh God, he was. He was. A yep. bunch of people were in that. Um, Jennifer Esposito was in it as a bartender. Yep. Uh, I forget the guy from Reanimator was in it. The Reanimator, Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey oh yeah, Combs. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Unlike this movie where it's just the guy who played Michael Myers once. That's our that's our hero. That's our main guy in this actor. Boom. Star. <laughs> yeah. Uh, music. The guy who did the music did a lot of uh, he did Dungeons and Dragons in 2000. Ooh, the classic. Yeah. Uh, An American Haunting in 2005. OK. The Gray Man. Not the Gray Man that came out last year, but the Gray Man from 2007. You ever seen that one, movie? I think. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's seen it. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's he composed for the Metal Gear Solid game. Good for him. Which one? The five. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of the SOCOM U.S. Navy SEAL games, which, to it be honest, awesome. 
I played quite rock. a bit of. And Siphon Filter. Siphon Filter. Logan's filter. Shadow. <laughs> Tony, you're oh, a Siphon sh- Filter fan, aren't you? Yes, I'm actually a really obnoxiously big Siphon Filter fan. I had a I had a mini mini series called Siphon and Filter and Friends. Uh, Siphon Filter and Friends, where I played a level of Siphon Filter with with the guest. Uh, and just yeah. talking about how great it was, and it it got enough attention that the lead game designer of the original game saw the show, and then he was on the last episode with me. <laughs> and that's, I just that's awesome. so many questions. I'm like, so what's it like making the greatest video game of all time? <laughs> like I was asking real hard hitting questions like that. <laughs> um, but yes, yes. Dan, Angela, what did you think of this movie? D- D- no, go ahead. You guys going to no, do let's, rock, let's, paper, let's scissors, shoot? Figure it out. Say something quick before Parker takes it away from us. Go. <laughs> On it, it was a movie. That I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. all I can say, say about thing. it. How did, how did you Why? feel about the... Sorry. Why y'all make shitty movies? <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's very timely. I mean, people have a revived interest in I know what you did last summer for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> And people want to know how did that film series end? And we're here to tell Gosh, them very was, poorly. Yeah, I he made a point more than one time about how crappy it was shot, like the angles. Oh my god! And I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm getting kind of dizzy watching some of this. I'm like, I don't know if I can watch it while it's like panning back and forth. Like, we're gonna go from up top no we're gonna go in between his legs and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i i will say that to make a point about it being shot like poorly uh this is the grainiest movie i've ever seen did you guys your version of the movie was it like super grainy yeah it 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 also looked dark like it was just like i mean it's not as dark as avp requiem but it was dark I don't know. We didn't have a problem seeing this one either, Parker. Tell us all about it. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Dan. Please do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there was dark. There was dark scenes, but then the spots that are supposed to be dark is like oh, blinding light. Like, the bird, it's like <laughs> the sun's like right there outside the window. <laughs> or they put a blue yeah. filter over something just to make it look dark, and you're like, what? What? That was a poor choice. Yeah, but. Um, I know the I know the guy that directed this directed music videos, and that's exactly what it felt like. Dude, the start of the movie, it's like I was like, "What's the singing coming in? Come on, come on!" There's a couple times in the movie where that goes. I was like, "Music video. This is something's happening. Something's singing." I mean, we'll say later. Yeah, there's like a yeah, there's a couple like songs in this, but then that dream sequence where they went like really hardcore with the music video editing. And I'm like, all right, well, the one was a song, that's a dream sequence, but then when they use the music video style editing, when the killer reveals his face, I'm like, I feel like this is inappropriate for this moment. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm, I'm definitely glad it was only $3.99. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Alien vs. Sure. Trevor was $3.99 too, all right? Oh, that, was a two, that was two movies for $3.99. <laughs> Definitely I'm sorry. If I, I'm sorry. When I was ripping my Blu-ray, I could have sent you guys the file. I, I didn't think. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> no. Um, I realistically, this is obviously not a good movie in my opinion, but it, it's far from the worst movie I've ever seen. I do not feel right. like I. I don't feel like I wasted my 3.99. I have n- 
no. Where now? I said worst movie. It's right here. Are you sure? I was <laughs> just kidding. I'm mean, surprised, man. I had this whole cast feeling like, just like I said, like Alien versus Predator Requiem. It's just straight out of something the CW would do. Like, let's just take yeah. these generic assholes and put them in this. She was like, oh, Trios, oh. And that's what I was thinking. None of these like, characters were likable at all. Dude, none of them were interesting. No. And like, it was no. just felt very stereotypical. The cinematography, like I said, outside of it feeling like a music video, there was the really weird, like, where it, like, cuts to him really fast in his face, and he'll move really quick. It's like, whoa, 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 with the camera, and it jumbles all over the place. I'm like, guys, chill the fuck out. Like, I, I get what you're trying to do, but this probably isn't the way to do it. And... I swear the camera was just shaking. Yeah. For no reason. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on? Like, it's just shaking as it's moving, and I was like... I don't, I don't, I don't know if you guys caught it, but at the very end, the, that big, like, tractor thing, mm -hmm. I don't know if you could tell, but in the wide shot, you could tell there's no one, no one is supposed to be in the tractor at the end, yeah. but if you look at the wide shot, it's clearly there's a guy dressed all in black, like, wiggling the thing <laughs> yes. in the tractor, and like, yes. I guess they, they're like, we need a wide shot of this, but we can't cut around, let's cover that guy all in shadow, I'm like, no, that guy's there, I can see him. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> what are you doing up there? No, no, I, it's Roger. He came back. There's a few times I've seen. I swear, in in they reuse sets a lot. You know, with the snow lodge. You know, with the lifts. Yeah. And like somebody's like, you know, I know this was done last minute allegedly, from what you know, IMDb mm. saying. But like, this dude's like, all right, what do we got here? We got like the backs outside of somebody's house. We can film at night, and then like this barish thing, and then like this snow lift place we can go to like forty times. Forty times, excuse me. And there's one time where they're in that section, and like you see the killer chasing after Roger. I don't know these people's names. I don't fucking remember. I mean, that they is a like, character name, so you got you're right. I had, to look, like, I had to double check. <laughs> but like you see the killer walk, and I swear to God, you see the shadow of like somebody on set from the left. It's like a shadow that casts over here. I'm like, well, I don't think that's supposed to be there. But listen. I have no experience with this film series whatsoever. I remember the advertisements all over the fucking place for the first one. Never watched any of these. So as oh. far as this goes, not the worst slasher I've ever seen in my entire life. I actually thought the whole, like, again, not seeing it, I know kind of how the first one plays out. But, like, the whole accident, quote-unquote, with the friend, was I was like, oh, okay, well, that's that's kind of interesting. Like, you know... I didn't think, like, how it played out, like, they had gave you, like, the red herrings and shit throughout, but we'll, we'll talk mm. about that later, but I didn't, I mean, I would not watch it again, I don't feel like wasting my money, because I've never seen the movie before, and, uh, it was, I mean, it, uh, I don't think it's very good, but, I mean, the kills were, I don't think the kills were even that great, like, you know, like, give us some more, gore. outside of the, the, the forklift, I guess, somehow impaling yourself on a blunt, oh, yeah, stack. that, that that opening, all right. So that opening was a little ridiculous. Uh, they're talking about like the killer from the previous movies, and then I for a minute I I assumed in the beginning I'm like, oh, this is a prank that they're pulling, but they got real into this prank with the fisherman attacking like the uh, the yeah. circus or whatever the the, yeah. the 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 carnival, and I'm like, oh shit, is this is the killer just out? people like willy-nilly and then it took a while for it to actually you know reveal itself to be a prank but i like that their plan is like the killer's gonna chase a guy onto the roof and then our friend's gonna skateboard off the roof he's like check and out my tony hawk moves Woo! and like <laughs> and then we'll meet him up later and it's just like wait your plan was for the guy to skateboard off the roof and you didn't think that that could go wrong 
<laughs> I can maybe maybe I wouldn't have predicted that he again would like you said got impaled on a blunt object, but I would have been like, yeah, dude, you're probably gonna get hurt. Let's not do this. So I don't know how high compared to said smokestack he was or exhaust uh, exhaust stack he was, but like he, I know we'll talk about him, but it's just like he probably would have hit. It would have stabbed into him a little bit, but he would have just on through it like he probably would have hit like it would have bent and he would have rolled off like i just yeah. don't i don't see that but i but anyway anyway um yeah yeah oh, by the way i need to state this thing i usually do this before people run here i don't care to say this tony i've never listened to any of your stuff that's fine <laughs> no, that's I, just, fine. I, I like being honest with the people we have on here i do know you from from movie dumpster i don't remember what okay. i watched something some stuff uh, with you. How right? dare you not listen to my <laughs> you stuff? Should. You should shame me. <laughs> all I know is you. All I know you is you're the asshole from Batman. That's all I know you as. <laughs> That's right. The best Batman movie. <laughs> Wait, Tony. Wait. Whenever I actually meet you, I have this Dark Knight Rises special edition. I want you to sign right here, Sorry. right on the top of the cowl. I, have, I legit. I have signed so many copies of the Dark Knight Rises. I might have signed. More copies of The Dark Knight Rises than some of the stars in the film. It wouldn't surprise me. I wasn't even wearing this hoodie for that. Don't worry, Tony. We made sure to mention you when we got to that part of our Dark Knight Rises episode. I said, Tony from Active Movies is somewhere in there. It's the best. It's it's the best movie. I I, I only watched that. I love that scene because, I mean, I'm a Steelers fan, so that was the Steelers stadium. But I was just there. Uh, it's yeah. in October, so but I was it's just it's a it's a great joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, Dan, you got anything else you want to add before I crack no, this beer open I'm, and talk about how I thought of what I thought I'm, about this movie? I'm, I'm done ranting. All right, well, you know, I, as I do, my brother usually gives me these craft beers, so I'm just gonna share the beer I'm gonna open before I share my thoughts. So this is from Vanished Valley Brewing Company. It's called Watershed. It's an uh, IPA, and it's from. Ludlow, Mass, which is close to me. Ludlow. So, Lost so, Jurassic Park. Here is <laughs> Ludlow. Here Ludlow, Mass. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Ludlow? <laughs> like, wait a minute. We're making <laughs> Lost World references already? Yes. <laughs> well, man, this... I don't have I don't have anything to say. Hey, I got a Margaritaville themed thing. We can make a Jurassic World reference. <laughs> hey. Go ahead, sorry. Jimmy. So uh, this movie is just awful. Um, <laughs> it, the, it's one of those things where it starts off with like t- just terrible dialogue where they're sitting in the the uh, Ferris wheel talking about the telling the story in the worst way possible. Did you ever hear the story of the fisherman who killed people? Good story there, Tina. Like, what? <laughs> that's how we're starting this. And then the, the prank, it's it just these none of these characters are likable. It's shot. I mean, I feel bad for the director. I can't put full blame on this director for what he was set up to do. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is I feel like this movie was shot for nothing. And uh, yeah. if you're going to try to shoot a movie for nothing, at least give us something original. Like, give us an original idea. Well, the company, <laughs> the production company was called Original Films. Well, shit, they got us Whoa. there. And Mandalay yeah. Entertainment, which is a pretty decent size. uh <laughs> entertainment company but yeah, oh, yeah they, just... they, had, they had a partnership with, i don't know if you know this but original films had a partnership with sony 
Could you tell by the Sony cameras in the movie that they yeah. kept showing? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You might have noticed that they had a partnership with Sony. <laughs> Product placement. It's not, as bad yeah. as, it's not as bad as the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Oh, God. Yeah, those are pretty bad with the product placement. <laughs> I, just think of, I just think of Godzilla 1985. It's like Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> like all over the background. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I um, get a Parker. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> like, I mean, it's kind of on the same track that Dan said. Like, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. But to be honest, I watched a couple other bad movies over the weekend, uh, and this didn't even like those other movies yeah. were way more entertaining than this. It's it's like I, it's just one of those things where you're like, I just rather watch the original. But yeah, here we are. it's it's that sequel trap where it's like we're just kind of doing the same thing again. Yeah. We'll make a couple small changes, but it's like, okay, well, I've seen this. It's like it's like Halloween four. It's like, okay, well, it's kind of just the first one again. It's sort of in that uh vein. Yeah. It it's just dumb decisions, douchey characters, because that's just how it has to be it, when you make a movie like this. You always have to have like that douchey character. It never Except fails. Small cast. Yeah. Yeah. Very small cast. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, the the end, the the way they end this movie is just like, what? That's yeah, what you quick. decided to do? It wasn't just going to be some person. It was just, oh, God, we'll get to it. We it's get very bizarre. It, now, there, there are issues with the original. I know you did last summer because it is framed as like a whodunit mm-hmm. because the book was a, I've actually read the book. Uh, the book is very different than the movie. And the writer of the book did not enjoy the movie. I don't know if you know this. Uh. No one actually gets murdered in the book. There's a death that the kids cover up, and there's someone sending them cryptic messages. And when he reveals who he is, it is like a whodunit. They're trying to figure out who it is. When the guy reveals himself, he tries to kill the girl, and, like, he he gets stopped. So it's not a slasher. It's more of a mystery. And then the filmmakers made it an outright slasher, and the writer, Lois Duncan was upset by that because she had a daughter who was murdered and she's like i don't really think making murder fun is a good idea and i feel i mean she she accepted the money from the adaptation so whatever but i could see her being like wait wait you're making like a fun slasher like i don't really like that Uh, but the original movie was kind of set up as a whodunit and then at the end it's like Oh, it's this guy. Kind of like Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, the original, also had that same problem where it's like, hey, this is a whodunit. Here's all these red herrings. And then the very last minute, they're like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> but this movie does it so much worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's I mean, that's all my thoughts. I, I feel like I'm just going to dig into this plot. So if you guys are ready, I'm ready. Let's, uh, let's start this yeah, yeah. shit show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So this movie starts off with the title sequence and there's and the thing that I picked out. I don't know if you guys could hear the really obnoxious squeaking sound that was being made throughout this opening sequence. It just sounded like somebody was biking and it just a really squeaky wheel or it was like yeah. one of those mouse wheels. And I was like, someone get some WD-40. This is pissing I me thought off. It was, Jesus. I thought it was in our house. Well, you find out it's the chairlifts because it literally shows. Oh. I was like, you sons of bitches, man. Our chairlifts are so pivotal to the plot. Good and, God. And we've talked about these opening. Stop with these stupid opening sequences where it literally shows a part of a scene and then it shows a credit and then it shows a part of a scene. We talked about it when we talked about the Friday the 13th remake and we talked about it with uh, I think it was Alien had the same thing. Well, Alien did the best. 
but it's like they'll show, but it's not showing anything. It's just showing us woods. Like it's a panning yeah. over the woods. They're showing us the actors no one's ever heard of. And um, yeah, it's just bad. She heard of them. Yeah, she knew at least a one of them. A one of them. <laughs> I, I, I knew one of them. The 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 Michael Myers guy. So. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's fair. So <laughs> we meet our we meet our friend group, and uh, it's Amber and her boyfriend Colby, and you G-Man. know, <laughs> he's he's Weird. a douche, and he tells the story of the fisherman, and it's told You're terribly. Really- As I stated before, literally the way he tells the story is. Did you ever hear of the story of the fisherman? He killed he killed a bunch of teens back in the day. And then that's it. That's how the story uh, that's how the story goes. And one girl goes, Are oh, you trying to scare us? I'm like, were you really scared from that? Two sentences of him <laughs> telling us nothing. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So hey, I, like, I like that that was enough to scare them. Like, guys, I'm gonna scare you right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> the pizza Dude. place down the street from my house, the, the owner of it, she killed her husband. <laughs> That's the end of the story. Did that scare you? No. Uh, I'm actually more intrigued. I want to know more. <laughs> I, do. I just I also want a pizza. Is this an episode oh, of... Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't think she was convicted yet. Allegedly, she killed oh, her okay. husband. Okay. Did she bake? She kind of, I think she killed her. It was pretty cut and dry. Anyway. <laughs> Did she bake him into a pie? No, no, oh. no. no sorry, sorry. Not, not to go to the side tangent. This woman, she killed her husband. She got, like, the guys at the pizza place to throw away the mattress. And then she went on Facebook and said, does anyone know anyone who could dig a hole? And then at the same time, was like, does anyone know anyone who can get rid of the skunk smell in the garage? So these guys dug a hole and they're like, what do you want us to fill it in with? And she went, that's okay, I'll do it. And then the guy's son in Italy is like, hey, where's my dad? Then when he saw her Facebook post, he was like, I think this woman killed my dad. Uh, I haven't followed Hmm. up on the story since then. The funny thing is, I was talking to that woman like four weeks before it happened. And I think I even talked to the guy she killed. Well, allegedly, no, allegedly, I mean, allegedly, 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 allegedly. <laughs> say, listen, hey, you got an interesting story out of it, Parker. You what rained you this movie. I didn't say shit. I've already heard the story. I was listening to it again. I haven't heard it. You rained this on us. We were ready for a different yeah. movie. You're like last what, night what? We're watching fucking summertime loving. <laughs> The point is, did that? Did what I just say scare you? Because that's the equivalent Dude. of the other guy. Like, no, that's yeah, there's a guy with a hook, <laughs> and he killed some people, and they're like, yeah, that's cool, buddy. And a lot of people kill other people. Nice. Cool story, bro. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, so our group, our friend group then go down, and they meet Lance, who's working at the carnival, and uh, him and Colby, they have an interaction. I guess they don't like each other very much. And then AJ shows up. He's the cousin of Lance. Mm-hmm. And he's going into the Marines, and he has to make that well known. PJ. He's about PJ. to leave. Or PJ. PJ. What did I say? AJ. I was AJ. Was it's something J. It's a letter in a J. So yeah, who cares? Because um, I thought his name was Paul Revere when she showed his. <laughs> oh. So yeah, Amber and Colby are a couple, and it's it looks like it's a loving relationship she's asking him to win him a monkey and he ends up winning and i was like bullshit no one wins these carnival games cut it out (laughs) he's like if i win the monkey do i get some ass and she's like win the monkey first dumbass like okay exactly (laughs) and then the fisherman shows up he like rips through like a wall and then chases them around and i go not seeing this movie i go 
the fisherman is literally going to be chasing this group of friends through a giant carnival full of people. That doesn't seem right. I thought this was going to be like one of those like early movie, you know, like the um, the cold openings. Where yeah. He just ices everyone. And he's like, okay, here's the actual movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, it went on for a while. That's where I started to second guess myself. Like, maybe this isn't a prank. Maybe this killer's just very, very ballsy. <laughs> yeah, because it goes on for a long time to the point where PJ, like M- Jason Voorhees is himself up to the top of this parking garage. Yeah. He was just down below. How did he get up there so fast? Well, then the then the fisherman's up there. He's going to attack him. And then he yeah, he does like he tries to pull some moves from Tony Hawk Pro Skater off of the side <laughs> of this thing. And immediately not seeing this movie before knew he died. I, did, <laughs> I was like, where'd he go? <laughs> I was like, I see bail. I was like, I hope he's all right. <laughs> like, what happened to fucking PJ? Oh, Lord. So, yeah, you find out it's a prank. It's uh, Roger is the he was the one who was dressed up as the fisherman. And then they're going, oh, shit, what's going on over there? And then they're like, oh, no, these are the pads that were supposed to be on top of that exhaust pipe, because that makes sense. And yeah, yeah PJ that is- was weird. That was because they're like someone moved the mattresses and it's like. Were they going to be on top of the pipe? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's so the weird. He landed, like he like bails legs down. How did he just like whoa? Good question. <laughs> so Remember, questions. there's an important there's there's an important detail in the scene. The guy's hook is the hook that the killer oh, used. Yeah, yeah. They Number mentioned thirty one bucks yeah. on eBay. Like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, you did. The killer used multiple hooks, by the way. Uh, so, so yeah. Wait, actually, the second, the second one, the hook is connected to him because he lost his hand. So maybe it's the hook from the first movie, but I think that's just a hook he had lying around. Anyway, sorry. He was yeah, a no. fisherman. He probably had multiple hooks. But anyway. Yeah, that would make sense. He could have replacements in case you lost them. I've seen them. I've seen a perfect storm. I've seen those hooks before. They have more than one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they. PJ's dead, and you find out that PJ's also the son of the sheriff. Mm-hmm. So that comes into play in the movie. Uh, th- so yeah, they go to a swamp, just a random swamp, and they're just fighting over the situation as they do in every single, uh, you know, well, so I say every single movie. There's only been two of them before this, but they're like, oh, we can't tell anybody. We got to make sure no one knows. So we're going to, you know, keep it a secret. No one say anything. Blood packed. Yep. We yeah. then. Jump to one year later. Oh yeah, and then Colby actually throws the the hook into the into the lake or the swamp that they're by. Mm-hmm. It's one year time. later. Cheese time. Colby. We thought his middle name was Jack oh. the whole fucking time. So he's <laughs> cheese it man. Wasn't funny if it was. Yeah. <laughs> we just called him Cheese Man the whole thing, and he looked like a former employee of mine. Like it really bothered me. I was like, this is the same <laughs> fucking guy. He act just like. Is him. he also he a douche? Like, hey. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very much so. I like him. He's a nice guy, but he had that, I'm sorry, he had but if a guy dyes his hair blonde, he's a douche. <laughs> he has the same he had the same shit going on, I promise you, dude. See, it's there's a difference. If you're a natural blonde, it's okay because you were born like that. That's just how it is. If you dye your hair blonde as a man, you are a douche. <laughs> you are a man. Sorry to anybody who listens to us dyes their hair blonde. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so, I, I dyed my I dyed my hair blonde for a uh, film that I was in. Uh, oh, that that's was only supposed though. to be shot. That was only supposed to be shot for two weeks. It looked terrible. My blonde hair looked terrible. 
Uh, but then the guys making it, their scheduling got fucked. So I had blonde hair for like three or four months. It was really bad. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I really committed to it. <laughs> it's dedication, man. So it is one year later and Amber is uh, visiting PJ's grave in a grave site that literally looks like there's three people there. We're, we're confused why the guy's grave was buried just randomly in the woods by itself. There was like, the there was like six graves there. They all probably were from like the 1800s. Like, yeah, what, I didn't see one? any other graves. I just saw trees and birds and this one woman in a fucking stone. We thought they smuggled <laughs> the body out. Like, let's dig, we'll bury them oh, ourselves. Oh, no. <laughs> there, there are people in this town that have their loved ones buried in their backyard. Like... Yeah, but Literally. I don't think that was someone's backyard. Okay. That was a grave site. No. <laughs> I, but I think they filmed it in somebody's backyard. But still, like, if you're going to bury somebody in your backyard, you better be living there forever. No, you just put a fence <laughs> up so when they rise from the dead, you have some deterrent. <laughs> There's like a thing. You get some kind of like tax break or something if you do that. I forget what the whole thing what? about that is. I let people bury dead people in the backyard. <laughs> Tax break. Yeah, it was there was some news story. I'm not going to say who because it's very controversial. But someone buried one of their ex-wives on their property, and apparently it was because of some kind of like tax thing. It was, there was some financial reason for why he did it. I'm like, oh, is that a thing? I didn't know that that was a thing. I think it depends on the state that you're in. But anyway, anyway. Interesting. <laughs> um, That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, we we also have to remember this is 2006, so flip phones are the thing. It's not flip phone yeah. activated. <laughs> barn party, come on! <laughs> and so they uh, Amber goes to the barn party. She runs into Lance, who is real excited to see her because he definitely has a crush on her. Yeah, he wants oh, to he dick her down so bad. Oh god, <laughs> he wants to be. You also find like- out. That Colby and Amber's relationship is kind of strained because they were supposed to go off to California together and he went off early and came back without telling her. And so their relationship is kind of on the rocks like anyone gives a shit. Who does um, that? Like, yeah, I'll be back in town. I'm just going to be at the phone. Uh, I was going to tell you. I'll see what you're so fucking mad about. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you, you knew our. our... Thing was just a, it was a fling or whatever and i'm like yeah we're probably gonna break up anyway right it's like no oh do you I'm not gonna... talk to each other you know? <laughs> no absolutely not so, so of course amber's sad about this she you know mopes away and lance is like hey you want me to give you a ride on my bike and she's like no i'll get i i'm gonna take my truck home and, and then she gets in a jeep and i was like that's not a truck that's what? a jeep <laughs> oh my god I was like oh Stop shit it. People are like, no, it's, a tr- it's not a fucking truck. I'm telling you, it's, it's like, not it's a like truck. The script, the script said truck, but they got a Jeep. And the guy's like, you say every word I wrote. Don't change anything. It's like, but it's not a truck. Okay. Don't destroy all my vision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And then um, she she goes off to, I don't know where she is. Is she on a bridge? Like, where is she just moping here somewhere? I'm confused because the bridge has grass. I was like, okay. And the deputy shows up and he's creepy. He's trying to get with her too. Like he's trying to be trying to be smooth, but it ends up just being super creepy. And uh, he's got like his dog. He's got like the police dog with him too. And he's just like, Hey, if you ever need someone to talk to, you know who to call. And I was like, why are you talking like that? bro? Like she's not, she doesn't want anything to do with you. Like I know he's 
being set up as a red herring, but like when you think about it later on, it's like, oh, that guy just has like poor social skills. Oh, I don't absolutely. think he knows how to talk to anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, if, if you ever really need anything, it's like, hey, you should probably not like stare someone in the eye and say that like that. Whisper? Why are you whispering? <laughs> yeah, why are you whispering? What's going on Stop here? That. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Amber goes home. She continues being sad, and um, she's got like a. She's got like a creepy mural of like pictures of PJ on her bulletin board. I'm like, what is going on here? Like rip. Never forget. It's like she's trying to solve a murder. She's like, well, you know, it wasn't a murder. It was a prank. Like, why are you? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so she yeah, said that is a little bizarre. <laughs> I shall keep his pictures up. I shall keep his pictures up to remind me of my secret shame. Well, I mean, listen, he was he was their friend. So I understand if they have a picture of him, but she has like. Yeah. 25 to 30 pictures of him with like in all different situations like mm-hmm. she's trying to solve a crime <laughs> it doesn't make sense yeah that's what it... the pins and the strings like... yeah yeah, yeah and they should have the pins of the string <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets a note where you think it's going to be something and it turns out just to be a note from her mom saying they're out of town and don't have a party or don't drink or something and i was like wow yeah. Wow, <laughs> this is what you're gonna do to us, you bastards. So I was like, did she not say bye to her parents when they No, we town? don't see her like, parents at all in this movie. Um, exist. She wrote the the note herself. So she she goes to sleep. She has nightmares about the whole situation. And she hears something going on in her house, so she goes to investigate. And an alarm is set for eleven twenty at night. Why is there an alarm set for 1120 <laughs> at night? What is th- what is that? Is that I-, I was initially I was like, maybe it's the person in the house who's just fucking with her. Mm-hmm. But there was no one in the house. Maybe she had she yeah. like a reminder, like, oh, I got to go water the dog. <laughs> water the dog. <laughs> it makes it would make as much sense as anything else in this movie at this point. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. The killer, I don't think, is there. No, because she gets a text from him. She gets 50 texts, 50 messages that say, I know what you did last summer. And uh, it's really confusing when you figure out who the killer is. It's like, how did he he get a cell phone? What kind of plan is he on? Like, how did he know to block the (laughs) number to buy that phone? I want to know that whole situation of him going into like a a sprint store. (laughs) Just be like, like a cell phone, please. I don't want to know. I want to know how he used his fingers to type <laughs> said message. Oh, yeah. oh no, the black goo got into my phone. By the way, by the way, the um the image of the text on the phone was superimposed and it's not perfectly matched because the words are kind of like floating on the oh, screen a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, oh man. It's oh, like no. when you it's like when you watch an indie movie and they're like, okay, we got a cell phone and we have to actually like record something else and then just yeah superimpose it onto the yeah. cell phone to make it look like so oh and then you just like just react this way or this way it's weird <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah she goes to meet with zoe who i guess they they have a strained relationship probably because they decided not to go to the police about killing their friend and well, no it wasn't because of that this is the rocker girl right yeah yes She's like, she's like, hey, I keep inviting you to like my shows and you never oh, show up. Yeah. That's why they have a strained relationship. And she's like, I'm sad about killing that guy. She's like, well, what's that have to do with my shows? What the hell? That's right. I, I, I completely. <laughs> <woo>. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're not on good terms. 
Mm. We then, it's July 2nd. They have to tell us this because July 4th is the day that the accident happened. So, of course, they got to count down to that day again. Uh, Amber mm. and Zoe, they go to an abandoned, at first you think it's an abandoned ski resort, but it looks too nice to be an abandoned ski resort. And you just realize it's that- like, it's off season, right? Yeah, yeah it's off yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Why? So yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I don't they, ski. They I live cold. in an area where skiing is a thing, and I still don't know. I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't ski. <laughs> I just it's like, oh, a log cabin. We are in what Montana? So that I think the no. Same so this was at. filmed in Utah. I don't know where this movie yeah. actually takes place, I though. Think, unless I'm thinking something about Colorado. I don't uh, know. Oh, oh yeah, no, hold on. It was a it terrible was name started. too. The town. It was like Dick Water or something. Dick Dick Water. Yeah, that was exactly what it was called. It's definitely not the one from the original movie. Broken Ridge, like, Colorado. Yeah. Is the name of the town. Because the other one was like the other one was like Louisiana or something. It was, uh, it was Southern. It was more yeah, Southern. Something, I don't something like yeah. that. No, but Dan's like cabin. I was like, are we watching the right movie? Yeah, I was like, I was like, this better be the right fucking movie because this is what Parker told us the day before. <laughs> we gotta watch this one, boys. Yeah, okay, that, uh, that's that also hard. on me. That's also that's on a, me. As, as soon as I got the I'm message from Tony, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. As <laughs> soon as I got the message from Tony, I sent the message to you guys immediately because I knew you guys were watching our movie that we're going to be doing next yeah. week. <laughs> we had like 15 minutes left, and I was like, I was like, I'm going to see what's going on on my phone. And I was like, shit. <laughs> no, it's uh, good. It's good. I, listen, it it's all it good. all worked out. That's all that yeah. matters. Um, yeah, we make it work. So it will. We find out that Roger works there and he's like a maintenance guy. He's working on the ski lifts and he's just he's just a ray of sunshine. Uh, Amber tells him about the messages and he's just like, I don't give a shit. Like at first he doesn't give a shit until she literally proves it to him. And then he's all like freaked out about it. But then he. Yeah, he's got that big blowtorch. Yeah. And he almost runs her over with that ski lift thing. She like is like yeah. moving it forward as she's standing in front of it. I'm like, damn, dude, yeah. you've already killed one guy. <laughs> um, all right. He's like, is this a reunion? Yeah. <laughs> so then you get a random heartfelt conversation between Amber and Zoe, uh, pretty much apologizing to each other for being shitty friends. And then there's, but the sheriff ruins that by coming up and just being weird. He's like, I saw you guys and I really wanted to talk to you. So, hey. And then kind of like, like just disappears into the ethos. You're like, okay, okay bye. Away. He has to turn around until he disappears <laughs> in the shadows. Like, that's fucking weird. He disappears in the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Zoe ends up visiting Colby, who is now a lifeguard. And he doesn't believe anything that's going on. He just thinks it's Amber, you know, making shit up or just kind of bringing attention to herself. And so it's one of those things where Zoe doesn't fully believe her either, but it's just one of those things like, I just want to make sure I'd rather be, you know, was it wrong or then right or right than wrong? How would that make sense? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, uh, he just, he sucks. I hate this character so much. It's just that <laughs> typical blonde douchebag in every he movie really like is. this. It just, they're all written the same and it's terrible. We literally, I mean, we actually I can't talk about that movie yet because we actually as a we haven't released the episode yet. Actually, but. he's acting he's <laughs> acting just like Ryan Phillippe in the first one, who was also a blonde douchebag in that movie. Because again, this is very much a retread <laughs> of the first film. I feel like Ryan Phillippe played blonde douches in most of the movies he was in. Um, <laughs> and this whole scene was awkward because they're like this talking to so each other. <laughs> I know joke. So 
I know Joke thought they were going to kiss and we were going to have some weird subplot where they no, were having what? a relationship behind Amber's back. And it was like, what? <laughs> That's not what I was I expecting. Was wait- I was oh, because- waiting because they were like, their mouths were level with each other and they were like this close. So Listen, like, come on. The only lady in this movie that anybody ever talks about putting anything inside of is amber like i assure you it's that's the only one like all the other women are off limits it's just her <laughs> like i'm serious like you don't have it about anybody else they're not even mentioned or brought up they're just ladies that just happen to be there yeah and then you get the weird uh, somebody writes i know what you did with water on the hot concrete i was like that's already, wet. That one, that's already wet to begin with yeah, and I was like, it just looked weird. I was like, what the fuck? That's an odd choice. Oh, again, when you know who the killer is, it's like, wait, how did how was how did he do that without not being seen? He's he's not dressed very conspicuously, and his he's physical like, appearance outside of the jacket yeah. is not something you go. Ah, oh, it's just a normal guy. Yeah. Can he like, turn in? <laughs> He doesn't even like look around like, oh shit, is he here? He just he's like, oh, he's like, by, the way, on the ground. by the way, by the way, the fisherman outfit was because the first movie was in a fishing town, like a town full of fishermen. So it was a way to blend in. <laughs> I mean, it makes less sense in the second movie, but like even in this one, I'm like, okay, this is not a fishing town. A fisherman is going to be caught pretty quickly. <laughs> like you stick out like a sore thumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So the next scene, Amber, she goes for a, a bike ride up the up the mountain to take some because she's a photographer. So she goes up there to take some pictures of the storm that's coming in the kind of surrounding area. And she's only about 10 feet from her bike. I have a problem with this scene. <laughs> OK, because OK, so when you have a camera, no, this isn't this isn't a Sony camera. But, you know, when you have this screen right here, yeah. unless you have it up you're not seeing what you're taking pictures of. And she's like, I'm like, dude, how do you know what you're taking pictures of? She's just, it's yeah, just, because in 2006, I don't think SLRs had the screens on them, did they? Hers did, but oh, it okay. wasn't, it was blank. It was I, I used to, yeah, I used no, to work like, and I'm sell like, cameras. I just don't remember. I'm like, how yeah, do you they, know what you're taking pictures of? Yeah, how would you know if it was in focus? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can guess. You can just guess. <laughs> and she's got some great scenery to be taking pictures of. Yeah, like, the very yeah. scenic the area. Of it. Is it all no. on auto? Like, uh, yeah, auto. <laughs> we got some good shots here. Oh, and when they were when they were taking pictures, the selfie in the in the Ferris wheel, like you could you could see the screen, and like they were off to the side. I'm like, oh, that's not gonna <laughs> be a good picture. That was never gonna go on my MySpace page. Fuck. <laughs> so she has to be. She's not very far from her bike, right? I mean, is that what you guys felt like? Like she, from yeah. where she was taking those pictures, for where her bike was, was probably only She's twenty twenty feet, twenty five feet. And she turns yeah. around, and this person dissected her bike tire, not just sliced it. Tore it to shreds. So we do. Yeah, horribly. Oh, um, <laughs> like this tire, but go ahead. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I'm just like, wow. you didn't hear anyone coming up behind you or like destroying you your bike. It. Like it wasn't just a sliced tire. They like bent it up and stuff. I was like, what are you and doing? It wasn't, it wasn't just like a small slice. It was like they would have had to have. They sliced half the tire. 
<laughs> it's awful. So then <laughs> she brings the bike down the hill to the where the lifts are at the lodge or the whatever. And um, it's really she's just snooping around. Like, what is I, I was so confused. Is she just is she trying to find someone? Is she hoping she doesn't run into the fisherman? Because then she runs into the guy, the like mechanic guy. Yeah, or at least the guy who runs the ski lift yeah. and then just sends her down to the bottom. I was like, wow. All right. That's <laughs> and it gets dark awful fast. Like instantly. Well, a, a storm was coming, he said. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's never that dark when a storm It's not like, there. all right, and the storm's here and, and out go the lights. Like, dude. But, I wouldn't even want to go down in a metal box <laughs> in a storm. As she's riding the lift. Ever, oh, sorry, go ahead. I don't think I could I don't think I could ever get on one of those things. I'd be too freaked out. Like I'm no. I'm afraid of Ferris wheels. And I've been on oh. multiple Ferris That's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Like every time I get on a Ferris wheel, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll finally lose my fear. And every time I get off a Ferris wheel, I'm like, I'm still scared of Ferris wheels and I don't want to go on them again. Dude. He's ridden them, but when I get on them, I'm like you know how it curves up at the bottom? I'm like pushing my feet and I'm like holding the bar. I'm like, and I'm not even like, I'm not even like afraid of height. It's just being in a slow moving object that high up. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, uh, like roller coasters, I'm fine with a bunch of stuff I'm fine with. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just like, and I'm like, no, I don't like this. I don't like, I, I could never do a ski lift. It's so. not the high up that's the problem. It's the falling that I like. Mm. Well, that's what I was going to say is like one time I was going to tell a story because I've told you guys before. I don't know if I've said it on here. It's relevant. So my son, our, our, el- our youngest son, we went to Dollywood and they have a Ferris wheel there. And he's like, oh, we're going to the Ferris wheel. I was like, we'll wait in line. By the time we got to the front of it, he's like, I don't want to go on the Ferris wheel anymore. I was like, no, the hell you ain't. I said, we were right here. And so that's not what I said to him. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, no, no, we are going on this Ferris wheel. And we get on it. You know, they put a person on, move it, put a person on, move it. So we cycle back one slot. This is fine. Cycle back another slot. The thing kind of rocks. And I'm like, I'm not okay with this anymore. <laughs> so, so I had to put on, like, I don't like heights. I had to put on the bravest face humanly possible to not scare my son. It'll be all right, son. And I'm just like inside, like, give me the fuck off this wagon wheel. Like, I hate this shit so much. My, my relevant story my relevant story for this is i i went to disney last year with my entire family and from there's for, to get from your resort to some of the parks you have to take a sky lift which is just one of these and it's mm. fine it's pretty high up but it's but it's when you are going to stop at one of the stations it goes so fast and then immediately stops and my wife sits is sitting like facing the opposite direction and just it terrified her. It was actually pretty scary the first time, but after a while, it was hilarious just to see my wife's face. Uh, but yeah, there we go. There's all our stories about Ferris wheels and ski lifts. <laughs> this is what the movie ruined itself. Yeah, so that. she then gets yeah. attacked by the fisherman on the ski lift. Where, is he? Where was he? Was he on top the what? whole time? I don't get it. Like, why doesn't it just kill her there? Like, <laughs> She took a picture of him. She took a picture of him. That's I, I, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, she snapped a picture of him and he got scared and ran away. <laughs> yeah, ran away 50 feet in the air. Fool. But, oh, I could say something, but I won't. I'll be, I'll no, uh, he's going Say he's Amish. He's Amish. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. I got it. That's fair. That's fair. There's actually, there's actually not a lot of Amish out there. There's more Mennonites. I live near the Mennonites. <laughs> yeah, we have Mennonites that come here all the time. 
Yeah. yeah. We, I went to a Mennonite museum a few years back, and like the most of the museum was like, we're not Amish, by the way. We, <laughs> we have lights. This isn't candles, motherfucker. Like, we outnumber the Amish by a lot. There's not even Amish people. We're, there's way more of us. Like, okay, Mennonites. No one... No one was uh, no one was arguing with you <laughs> after the successful Mennonite versus Amish campaign. This is massive <laughs> war that nobody knew about. <laughs> oh, um, this is what ruined the movie for me because I was actually okay. hoping because I'm again no experience with these movies outside of what I heard of the first one. Like I was kind of hoping that there there wasn't going to be a killer that it was just this whole thing that wasn't actually happening and it was just somebody fucking with them and they were just offing themselves or doing dumb shit this whole time. And I was like, okay, never mind, there's a guy. I was like, we're we're done. <laughs> like, uh, like by that that I was like, maybe they'll do something clever, but that that whole thing just. See, I had a whole different theory, which I talked to you about. Yes. I'll I'll say it later. Okay. So no one believes her. By the way, I don't believe her. Fuck, she goes to tell the story, just... and no one believes her. And Colby continues to be a dick because that's just his entire character in a nutshell. Again, because he's Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> They're like, just do what he did in the first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we then see Roger, who is, uh, this is like, they're like, let's put a super depressing part into this movie. And it's this guy punishing himself for, you know, keeping his friend's death a secret and being involved in this. So he's, you know, pilling it up and boozing it up. And he's cutting himself with the hook. Not just cutting himself, he's cutting himself with the hook that somehow he got back from the lake that they threw it in after the Yeah, he, he went died. back and got it. He went back and got it. Oh, oh lady of the lake, please return my blasphemous <laughs> hook. Here you go. And, and this, is, this is where we get this weird shot where it's like this really flashy editing where it's just like things are happening like really fast in front of Roger and you're just like, oh, can, can we stop? I hate when they do that. Another music video. Oh, we're in the middle of a Papa Roach music video. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, dude. Got my life into pieces, bro. Like, let's make this shit happen. You also find out that Roger lives at the the ski lodge. And yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I was like, maybe because he's maintenance that they allow him to live there on the off season. Kind of like some Jack Torrance shit, but I don't know. <laughs> Another complaint. Like, it's a nice ski lodge. Everything seems fine. Why has he got a fucking light bulb hanging from a fucking extension cord and like right in his face? <laughs> like, I was like, literally, this dude took it from a music video. So this will be great for the shot. Like, no. Make sure to make hit it sense. a couple times so it swings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So then Roger's getting stalked through all of the uh, the lifts and then he gets into a he small that... <laughs> Sorry. He doesn't seem that surprised by Oh shit. Oh no. <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> then he uses a saw against the uh, the fisherman and you're like, "Oh, cool, cool little fight." Now nah, it didn't last a whole 2 seconds cuz he drops the saw and then he gets gutted. Well, actually no, he gets his neck slit. He's not the mm-hmm. one who gets gutted. That's that's not how hooks work, by the way. I just want to let everybody know. Like, that's not. <laughs> you can't just they're do this of, and cut someone's neck. No they're, no, they're kind of designed to like hook, not like. I would. I think it would have been funnier if we got decapitated because that would have absolutely made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the other way, like the blunt way. His hand. Just... <laughs> <laughs> this is 
made the comment and he's the hash slinging slasher. Yes, and I would say I would much rather have watched a movie about the hash slinging slasher. Hey, they made a cool <laughs> horror movie in the Grinch. Fucking let's make a SpongeBob live action horror film. Just do it. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. Listen, right before we started recording this, I just recorded a, an episode on the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. So, hell yeah. Oh, fine. <laughs> so. <laughs> The gang shows up just minutes after Roger gets killed. Like, they show up. He dies. They are there. Like, oh, no, Roger's dead. And then Amber, the I, why do people always want to touch the dead body? Yeah. They always want to touch it. Amber's just like, I can't resist touching body. And it's like, and then. Is he dead? Then the no, dead hey, I'm, not, I'm not touching shit. I'm going to be like, no, no. I wasn't here, I wasn't guys. And here. you just, I wasn't even here. Don't even know the guy. I'm out. Goodbye. This is, this is relevant to our uh, next movie we'll be covering around this time about touching things and what you're not supposed to fucking touch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. So the deputy shows up out of nowhere. How did you know to come up here there, deputy? Yeah. <laughs> He's just well, there. And Colby, Colby puts his hand. He, like, touches the blood and there's, like, nothing on his hand. When he Cherry. He goes... And there's nothing on his Grenadine. hand. But he's like, Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they find a, a, a note and this is where you get they show Amber holding the note. Did you see how out of focus it was? Like the camera couldn't yeah. focus on the note. So you're like, what is it? What is it? Say? I had a hard time reading. It's like I, I I can't live with the regret, but I had a hard time reading regret. What does that say? I looked at it too. That's what I was. I was like, I, it's like the meme. The dude like stared at the piece of paper. I'm like, <laughs> I looked at. it I was like, sorry, I can't live with the and like this word that I was like, what is this? Like this doesn't look close to anything. They just couldn't get that camera to focus. <laughs> so he questions them, and then he continues to make creepy attempts on Amber, and she's like, my friend just died. Can you not? and then leaves <laughs> not exactly how it went but that's what i could have thought it like no, that's, that's what no. i thought i was like her friend just died what are you doing <laughs> so they get back to amber's place and there's like pictures all cut up all over the place leading up to her room and then it shows uh someone had rearranged her little mural she had of the pj pictures it just says soon soon because because after they get to the they discover roger they assume roger's the killer they they were literally like yeah. he, he he killed himself because he you he's know whacked. he yeah that's what they i'm yeah. like what the and then they say he's like he's whacked so, okay how <laughs> so i'm confused like was he getting whacked as like an assassination thing like what's going on <laughs> so with this clippy like all the the picture in the message they kind of were like, well, Roger can't have, you know, couldn't have done this. And how did they know this even happened? Like, this was done just now. Like, how right? do you know you were gone frolicking with a baseball bat in a cabin yeah. somewhere? So they go to visit Lance, who I guess also works at the ski lodge. He's cutting wood. At least I think he does. Huh? He's chainsawing Forest. stuff. <laughs> and uh, they, I think they're are they suspicious that he might be the killer? That's why they go visit him to kind of see how he's feeling. I think so. I think so. Okay. Cause he goes to them and then he almost chainsaws, uh, Colby in the face. And I was like, man, I wish you hit him. Um, I even <clears> got a note yeah. 
<laughs> and he's like, it's not me you should worry about. It's my uncle, who is the sheriff. Yeah. So you're like, oh, oh yeah, shit. he's like, the, my sheriff was asking me questions about a secret or something like that. Yeah. So it's like this is, this is like more red flags. Like something is wrong here. Red herrings <laughs> everywhere. Is the fisher or is yep. the is the sheriff the fisherman? Maybe this is this is a fish a fishing town with all these red herrings. <laughs> all right, that's this, a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. I do I'm, honestly I, for the I know I know it's a fish, but for the longest time I was like, is it a bird? <laughs> <laughs> like for like ever going okay look okay a pup named scooby-doo yeah Did anybody watch red red herring i was red, like why is red he red after a fucking bird i was like no it's <laughs> like, oh, okay. well because there's because there's a bird called a blue herring yeah. oh it's and actually it's actually a blue it's a blue heron not a blue herring well see that's where my mind went yeah i get it, I get it. <laughs> do, you, do you ever see 22 drum street uh yeah, yeah i where they think the one guy is the bad guy and then he's like, hey, what's on your, what's that tattoo? And he's like, oh, it's my hometown's mascot, the Plainview Red Herring. So that's how you realize he's a red herring. <laughs> that's awesome. I like it. Oh. Well played. So we get the uh, typical woman changes in window with wi- window wide open scene. This movie really could dude, this movie totally could have used some titties. I'm just letting you know, like, it was only a shit schlock. But like, not even schlock. It's just not good movie. But like, that's like the hallmark. Like, it's a bad movie. We need to have guts and titties. Like, well, I mean, and- the first one doesn't have straight up nudity, but it does have Jennifer Love Hewitt in it with like the tightest shirt possible, and then like the iconic moment of her screaming and you seeing her cleavage. It's like, all right, we could have gotten something with that. We didn't get anything yeah. like that. But yeah, my wife. My, the first thing my wife goes is, "Why is there not a screen on her window? <laughs> like, why is it just a wide open window?" She changes in front of it with the curtains open, and then as soon as she's done, she shuts the window. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I was curious as to why her door, her window was open. Period. Like up. Like you. Turn you your know, hair on. What the fuck? Well, you dude? know that somebody's after you, or after yeah. people that you know. Why is your window open? It's not even like they did. They even have a thing where she looks at it like confused for like a second. Like, how did that get open? No, no. It's like, oh, she knew it the whole time. <laughs> so, being it suspicious of her voice, leave your yeah. money on the fucking doorstep. Thank you. <laughs> so, being suspicious of the sheriff, somehow. <laughs> Colby leaves a note for the sheriff because they're very suspicious of him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and dude. Don't use your own fucking handwriting. Come on, man. You guys think ahead. Paper. Yeah. Always use Come your on. left hand. <laughs> or your off hand. No, you're off hand. Sorry. I meant to say use whatever your weak hand is. Well, you only use your off hand when you want to spice things up. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so Zoe has some weird trippy nightmares where PJ is the fisherman and he kills her in some yeah. really flashy editing again. Because we have to every time yeah. there's a dream of any type we get this weird flashy editing that's just very nauseating are you sure my dreams don't aren't like that no that's I mean, time my I don't dreams dream. are not a music video <laughs> all my dreams are like this guys <laughs> they're all jump cuts and music videos they're all jump shit. cuts flashy and then like uh, uh, my friends are trying to kill me it's, it's mostly it's mostly <laughs> Johanna <laughs> Because, <laughs> because we live in a different time period, do your dreams now start with warning photosensitivity? 
Yes, but actually. <laughs> okay, I just, I just want to make sure you're protected. No, I have that world. written above my bed. It's like warning photos. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like you just don't. I can't have dreams with too much flashing lights. Uh, <laughs> also, Lance's bike gets carved into. Yeah, just and he's like, dick, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? Not what my is bike. This? Which one of you guys did this, buddy? So, <laughs> who goes? Who goes? To the high school pool to swim in the middle of the night. Colby does. <laughs> Apparently, everything happens. Uh, I don't know, day. man. The other movie, show up, dude. Because it's relevant. Alien versus Predator, right? Make me at this pool. Yeah. So we can go swimming. Like, oh, is that what we're doing? Uh, spoiler, everybody. We're talking about that in two weeks. <laughs> Listen, we've been talking about how we we've been recording all these episodes out of order. Um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Colby's swimming and then he gets attacked by the fisherman who gets him in the Achilles. Oh my god, this was like pain. I was like, damn, that sucks. Yeah, except that bitch good. And then the fisherman just leaves. He doesn't even finish the job. Oh, you know why? Because that's what happened to Ryan Philippi. <laughs> the, the fisherman. Like, ran him down with the car, injured him, showed him the hook, and then just disappeared. And for the rest of that movie, like, Ryan Phillippe's, Boy. like, injured and cut up and whatnot. Boy. So I they're just, just rehashing to swim. <laughs> I don't get it. Because the thing is, he's supposed to kill people on the 4th of July, right? Like, that's the thing. Sometimes, but not really. Yeah, because they off, you know, Roger and shit. Like, they didn't care about him. And the what's-her-name got attacked on the gondola or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's inconsistent because, like, the first one, the kid from Roseanne and uh, Big Bang Theory is in it. Johnny Galecki. And they like, yeah, him. Uh, and apparently, they like added his death scene early in the movie because the producers were like, there hasn't been a murder in our slasher yet. So they just add in this like weird slash like death scene with him that makes no sense. He had nothing to do. He's not one of the kids who knows the secret. The killer just killed him for no reason. It's like, yeah, we just had to add this in because yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they plan on taking or telling the deputy about the prank and PJ's death, the truth behind it. So they go to his house and he's having a party with like everybody from the station and Mm -hmm. You know, they start to say something until the sheriff comes out of the house, who's still wearing his uniform, by the way. I love sheriffs in in movies who never wear anything other than their uniform. <laughs> That's Pretty all they do. Pretty That's great. All officers ever do is <laughs> wear their uniforms all the time. But the funny thing was, is when he the sheriff walks out, he goes, what you guys talking about? And just the random guy off screen who goes, they were saying something about your son. I was like, oh man, (laughs) what a dick. Somebody's trying to stoke the flames. We're going to get a fight. Like you didn't even see the guy say it. You just heard it off screen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when the, the subtitles came up, it was just, I forget what it said, but it didn't have a name. It's like off screen. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Just play your cards guy. Um, it's now July 4th, uh, Independence Day, uh, the alien invasion. Oh, sorry. That's the wrong movie. Sorry. Go no, um, <laughs> Bill Pullman is not our president. Um, they, <laughs> we only hope uh, they all plan to leave. They had this whole plan. They were going to get out of there. But Zoe's like, I have a concert and, you know, there's a talent show and there's going to be scouts there or whatever they're called. Talent agents to you know and i it's my one opportunity and they're like whatever we'll go 
and support you. Yeah. She then goes back to I her awesome die, I barn. I might die, but I need to be a star. Yes. 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 Which, which relatable. If someone said, hey, Tony, if you go to this thing, you can get like way more subscribers, but also if someone might try to kill you. I'd be like, that's a risk I'm willing to take, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> out there. Get that next milestone, baby. <laughs> so she goes back to her cool barn to rehearse. And the band's actually pretty good. I mean, it's it's a typical it's typical music from the time period, but I thought it was pretty decent. It wasn't terrible. But I love the name of their band, Zoe and the Hooks. <laughs> it's like, why? Okay. It's so on the nose. I didn't catch that. Oh my yes. god, I didn't catch that. Tell him. I had to tell him. He's like, what they say? Dude, I, okay, my mind, you're talking about this. My mind went in an entirely different direction just because you're talking about this. So now I've got this mental canon of Tony going to get more subscribers and someone's going to kill him, but he'll be live streaming the whole thing. And I just imagine <laughs> the scene of the, the, the dude that's trying to find his sister in Friday the 13th part four sister from the second one where he goes down in the basement and dies. He's like, he's killing me. But it's like, me. he's like, don't forget to subscribe for next week's episode. Like as you're going out, like, <laughs> Don't worry, I already got four episodes in the bank. (laughs) (laughs) That recently on an episode, we were making fun of a little shop of horrors where John Candy pretends someone burst into the studio to kill him, and he's pretending that. And I'm like, I I second the episode. I'm like, you know what? That's how I want to die. I just want to be recording an episode, and someone walks in and goes, "I love you, Tony." It just shoots me. I'm like, that'd be perfect. (laughs) Don't edit anything out. Air it afterwards. (laughs) This is how I want my legacy to be remembered. Damn it! Oh god. How do you know you've made an impact? Oh, a crazy person shot. <laughs> oh, man. Zoe and the hooks. God damn it. <laughs> so oh, and while all this has happened, Colby gets access to the bar because he's all he's in. He's on crutches now and he's all oh, booted up. <laughs> I need to get this. He has a belt buckle. That's a flask. Yes, and he it does. Just yes. And I'm like, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. I need that. But anyway, (laughs) but also (laughs) there was also a scene earlier where Zoe has the largest belt ever made. This thing is at least 10 inches tall. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. My wife's like, I mean, (laughs) we grew up in that time. I was like, oh, yeah, you did have a belt like that. Maybe not that big, but it was pretty damn big. (laughs) By the the way. For 15 bucks, you can get a belt buckle flask on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> $15. Yeah. That's a steal. <laughs> you can probably get a flask for that much. <laughs> and it looks exactly like the one in the movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> the second one in the movie. The oh, long. man. I wish I knew that before this episode. I would have bought one. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, Zoe, after the show, they're in the dressing room. They all meet up and then the fisherman just comes out of nowhere and starts chasing them through the. uh, Where is this? Is this like are these just a bunch of cabins? Is this like a small fake Western town? Like what? What is, you know, I honestly don't remember what the hell they're at or why. It's just for the music thing. Is it like a music festival? It was literally just called the talent show. I mean. It's it's like a bunch of like empty like buildings where they're like doing performance stuff, but yeah, it's it's a weird setting. Yeah, and then like there's like the band like it, I hate the scene because it keeps cutting between this metal band. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> like I'm like oh yes, and then like two seconds and a cut. 
Somebody's yeah. stepping on the floor. That's what it is. Yeah, some shit like that. It's some song from Rent. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, they keep they keep going with it, and like it'll be like there for two seconds, long enough to say that line from the song, and then cut again. Like, stop doing that. We've already established they have music, and it's loud as fuck, and nobody can kill them. Hear them getting killed. We got it. Stop cutting back and forth. <laughs> but but do you know why they did that? I don't know. Because that's how Sarah Michelle Geller died in the first one. There's a parade going down the street, and there's like a big marching yep. band and fireworks going off, and they don't see that down the alley she's being shoved into like a rack of tires that happens to be there being stabbed. So they're like, let's just do that again, but dumber. I'd rather die yeah. on the Union Royals. I'm just telling you right now, <laughs> like, just take me out. Just. <laughs> Yeah, so Zoe gets separated from the group and then gets gutted by the fisherman. And Dude, of course, that's not what it looked like she got hit, by the way. I'm just going to point that out. Well, that's what we're... <laughs> yeah. She got the little hook. Yeah. Like, right? Is this... Because this happens twice in this fucking movie. I was like, dang, bro. Um, symbolic? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's symbolic of. <laughs> Is there really any symbolism in this shitty movie? I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. Uh, So, of course, what does Amber do as soon as she goes down there but touch the body and get covered in blood? And then the sheriff shows up and realizes they're there because she can't shut the fuck up. (laughs) She's just crying in the corner. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. This is the stupidest, stupidest scene. They're both huddled up together, and a fucking spider is crawling up his oh, <laughs> And she goes, and hits it. This, what the? Oh. Jurassic World, Lost World. I love that movie to death, but to see it, like, it's a snake. but the snake's my concern. <laughs> the, the dinosaur expert. Um. It's, like a huge, it's a freaking huge spider. Too. I'm like, where'd that spider come from? Oh, sweet. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> later, dude. Later. <laughs> so the fisherman then attacks the sheriff, kills him. So they're like, well, it couldn't be the sheriff because the gets him in the shoulder. He, he just, yeah, he just died. I shot the bus red herring. Yeah. And I was like, no, they drug him off. I was like, it ain't it. Yeah, it ain't yeah, it. yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah, like, well, here's the thing the previous film did have two killers. It was the killer and his son. So it's like, oh, is there an accomplice? This is where I thought it was either the sheriff or the deputy and Lance mm. together. I, I, we thought, I thought it was the whole police department on it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, it's got to be the whole police department. But I'm like, they cover it up. But I'm like, Lance is going to get close to Amber to make her feel more comfortable. And mm. it didn't work out that way. I was sad. Also, they, they never say the killer's name, do they? Nope. Fisherman, because they look at the newspaper clippings, they have all the information there, but no one ever calls him Ben Willis. So I'm like, well, that's his, that's his name. That's like, what got bent. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I spoiler for the second movie, that's how they like find. They figure, oh, my name is or what was the yeah. what's the guy's name? His son was his name was Will Benson, and at the end, he's like, he's like, Benson. get it, get it, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Ben's son, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so stupid. How did I not see that?" <laughs> because it's too fucking obvious. It's good God. Well, maybe because of the first movie, we said Ben Willis had a daughter who died, and there was no mention of a son. Now, that's why I didn't think you existed. <laughs> but I guess now he had a son the whole time. Oh god, it's awful. <laughs> so the fisherman that goes after Colby, who's hanging out in the bar, 
the Colby ends up getting a good stay. He gets a knife and stabs the fisherman in the back, but it does nothing to him. The fisherman pulls it out and it's clean. You're like, oh shit. That's what I thought. I was like, there's no blood on that blade. Yeah. Like, I, was, I didn't know if it was like a production fuck up or intentional that I was like, oh, what? And then, of course, we have to have strobe lights during the scene where yep. they're like standing on it's just flashing lights. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. it's the worst. Sweet rave party. And uh, Colby finally gets it, gets it right in the mouth. It's my favorite kill because I hate this character. And then he gets thrown in the trash <laughs> where he fucking belongs. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's thrown into like a big dumpster. <laughs> yeah. And then literally, I think Amber just looks down and goes, oh, no, not Colby. <laughs> it uh, looks like he's crying. <laughs> so they run outside and they run into the deputy who this is who they think is the killer now because he gets all weird. He like pulls the gun up on him. And then. He, if they find out that Roger told the deputy about everything and he just kept it to himself because he wanted to protect Amber because he has a big old boner for Amber. And you're like, oh, okay, buddy, he's real desperate. And then I like, um, that, I, I like that Roger ratted himself out and the cop was like, I don't worry about it, buddy. Just keep a <laughs> lid on it. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep living in that sorrow you live in. Yeah, oh, my chances, Amber, you keep your damn mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he then the fisherman shows up, and so the deputy squares off with him until the fisherman pushes him into fork uh, uh, forks. Listen, I work with fork trucks. You never park a fork truck with the forks halfway into the air so somebody no, can be yeah. impaled by them. I understand well, why he, they do it for the movie, but as someone who works with fork trucks every day, this is ridiculous. Well, <laughs> the fucking... This is this is the, the other scene. The sheriff, or not sheriff, but the deputy or whatever. It's where he gets his fucking beanie weenie skewered. It looks like she like boom. He's like lift him up, boy. Look at mind you. This is another problem I have. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not an officer. I don't know whether you know their whole regiment or how it works in fucking Montana, Colorado, Wyoming, various mountainous state in the Northwest. <laughs> I don't know, but. Why is your shotgun that likely holds at least six in it have two rounds in the fucking chamber? Like, you have two in the tube, bro. Like, come on, Good load more. Like, shit, two, <laughs> load. Like, what? <laughs> they had to zoom in real close to that shotgun every time he'd shoot it, though. Is, I know. And, but you never get a really good muscle flash either, because you're like, did he actually yeah. shoot the gun? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, you just hear it. Maybe you don't. It's like off in the distance somewhere shooting. <laughs> so they hop into the cruiser and they hit the fisherman, which then knocks his hood off and you get the reveal that it's a fucking zombie. Like it's a, it's a undead. The fisherman. <laughs> it's so the so, original. So, killer. Ben, so Ben Willis died. He got shot a bunch of times and fell into an open grave in the Bahamas and was left there. I, I guess at the end he does attack Jennifer Love Hewitt. But I thought I just assumed that was like a dream sequence, whatever. Yeah. But no, I guess he he came back to life. He somehow swam all the way back to America, and now he wait. I guess what we're led to believe was it because they had his hook? Because it's like, wait, is he just an evil spirit now? And if you kill someone on the Fourth of July and try to cover it up, he will then haunt you. I'm like, well, that's feel like that's very rare <laughs> like what the fuck i don't know I, I, do, I don't know why they felt the need to do this 
other than they're unlike unlike Scream, they're afraid of replacing the killers. But no one was really. I was because I was an idiot, but I don't think ma- many people were like, "Yeah, Ben Willis, he's my favorite slasher." <laughs> like, no, you're probably gonna have someone else be the slasher, and it would have been fine. But the fact that they were like, "Nope, we got to bring him back as a zombie," I'm like, well, now it's like there wasn't any magic in the previous two. Now I gotta be like, okay, now there's this dark magic and the legend is coming to life. Like this is so stupid. <laughs> and you don't even you don't even like show like how it happened or even like a preface like alluding to it. Like you yeah. just hear about the first two movies and then nothing and then this one. I'm just gonna it's voodoo magic. Like that's like I don't I don't know what else to tell you. Some someone in the Bahamas or whatever used yeah. voodoo magic to bring him back. But I'm like, is it because they had his actual hook when they did it? So his spirit was like, ah. More people are, but remember, he only wanted to kill those people because they hit him with the car and threw him in the water. Like, yeah, it's the vengeful thing. I mean, he was a murderer, but like, he wasn't like, I have to kill everyone, murderer. He's like, these people have wronged me. Like, these people had nothing to do with him. It's so stupid. It's It's literally because they did the same thing, and you're like, why? Why? This is so dumb. I love it. Like, he can't be human, he's bleeding black. Oh yeah. shit, I didn't even realize he walked away. See the laugh. All right, like, break time. I ain't waiting. <laughs> Quick break. So yeah, it's just it's just so it's just such a weird yeah. reveal because they're like, he's bleeding black. And you're like, what? Uh, yeah, only, what? only with the hook. Only yeah, only hook when you hit him with the hook. So he can only be killed by his hook, even though he has a new hook. So is he... that a zombie hook? Why is it both of his hands again? Yeah, wait a minute, because he died without his right hand, because it got cut off at the yeah. end of the first one. Yeah. So he was buried without that right hand. Also, I'm assuming he wasn't actually buried there. I'm assuming they called the cops and, like, they came and took his body. I don't think they <laughs> left him in the un- <laughs> undug grave. Uh, all I know is that he, he looks he looks like a straight-up zombie. It's hilarious. Yeah, he, he does. does. His eyes glow red for a second, yep. but then, like, the yep. makeup is not that bad, but oh, I wonder if good. they only had it for like one day because they go back to just not showing his face. Nope. Yeah. Usually in like a Jason movie, once the mask is off, they leave it off for the yeah. remainder of the movie. So I thought that was a bizarre choice. <laughs> so, yeah, they try and uh, they try to trick him. They try to home alone his ass, but he uh, ends up dodging it. Yeah. <laughs> and we get more flashy editing as he's attacking both of them. You're like, gotta stop this. Like this one actually almost made me dizzy. Like some of this editing was just like, Oh God. And again, the whole time that weird tractor thing that she's in, I don't know what that is. Snowcat. That's what Jeremy Renner got run over by. Oh, it was a snowcat. Yeah. By the way, like it's rocking back and forth the whole time. And the whole when so, I was watching it, I'm like, oh, does it just do that? But then I saw the wide shot about the guy, the guy who's inside is clearly <laughs> rocking it back and forth. I'm like, did it need to rock back and forth? As long as the blades are spinning, I yeah. think we'd be fine. I don't think we need it wobbling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic well, that's the thing. It's like he, the fisherman's attacking him when they, they get outside and he's attacking them and she gets in the snowcat and then immediately gets pulled out of it because he's because he's Jason. Yeah. He's Jason. Yeah. He can teleport. And he pulls her out. Weird, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What a weird choice to set your horror movie around like a bunch of skiing and snow related stuff in the summer. <laughs> That's a very odd choice. It's, it is super odd. Yes. So she gets uh, she gets his hook. She pl- she just puts it into his head, 
And then she pushes him into the snow cat and he slowly gets dragged in and just gets squirted out. Like I, did, I did like I did like this part. Like this was cool because like all the black goo and then like it shows like his raincoat like flopping around and the rotor on the front. And, like and, and other movies rip this off. The Friday the thirteenth remake. They yeah. had them throw something into like a grinder, yep. and then the newest Halloween, they shred him. Yep. So the, yep. I'll always know what he did last summer was way more influential than we thought. Yeah, it was ahead of its time. It was ahead True. of its time. Yep. <laughs> Someone ripped it off and they went, Don't worry, no one's seen that movie. We'll yeah, no one it. has even heard. There's a lot of people who have never heard of this movie. Um, <laughs> so he, the fisherman is dead. They're in the ambulance and they have like the, it's that final moment. Like it's finally over. Mm -hmm. And then we then get, I was like, this is where the movie should have ended. But then we have to get the, uh, the fake out scene at the end where she's driving. She's now with Lance. She's driving back to California where I guess they live. She's on the border of Nevada. Yeah. She's on her way to LA. Yep. And, uh, she gets a flat tire, but it's not a typical flat tire. It's a shredded tire. Someone mm-hmm. sabotaged it. How the fuck does that happen? I don't know. She looks around in one spot for no joke, 30 seconds. She literally stands in the middle of the road and just looks around and around and around instead of, and I love the part where he asks her if she has a spare. And I went, yes, she does. She has a full size spare in the back. Cause it's a Jeep. Yeah. And she goes, yeah. uh, it never she answers <laughs> and just stands in the road and then gets attacked by the fisherman in a flash. And then the movie's over. And I went, hoorah. <laughs> Dude, like- I know that. Luckily, luckily, he's a zombie because I was going to say, you know, wearing a really thick rain slicker <laughs> in the really desert hot. is an odd choice. <laughs> but he's well, a zombie. He doesn't care. Dude, I bitched about that when this scene came up and he's like, you got a spare. And I was like, I bet you fucking doesn't even know how to change that damn tire. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my first thing. I was like, son of a bitch. He's like, is there anybody nearby that can help you? Like, yeah. help yourself. Why do you stand there stupefied? Break your fucking jack out. Jack your Jeep up. Take yeah, your wheel off. Put another one on. Like. Although the one time I tried to change my tire, that was embarrassing. Um, <laughs> like, I know how to do it, but the fucking bolts on my tire, I don't know how the hell they tighten them. I could not get those things loose. And I tried so goddamn hard. They will sometimes... like, I, Yeah, I'm like, I know I'm doing this right. Why is it not coming yeah. off? Yeah, either they, they over torque them or they cross thread them. Yeah, and I was by myself, so I couldn't like get like another pair of hands. It mm. was annoying. The uh, yeah, usually when they go to some places, they'll use impact electrical impacts, which you're not supposed to use on aluminum wheels, which most cars have, and lower, mm. way over fucking torque them. And you're like, guys, yeah, there's a torque spec for a fucking reason. Anyway, so yeah. as somebody <laughs> who used to run a garage. Uh, you can, it just has to have the certain torque stick in order for it yeah. to not damage the wheel. And then you would use a torque wrench to make sure that it's not over tightened. Yeah. It's a, it's I'm a lot of track. steps. Uh, my, yeah, no. the, the wonders of working at Walmart for a decade. Um, <laughs> so we got a couple comments from this movie, nothing really productive. It was mostly, uh, so we got three, as you know, we, okay. every week we ask what people thought of this movie and the three responses we got were. Uh, our first one is from Podcast in the Woods. Uh, they said, rounds out a trifecta of crap. <laughs> our, our next one is from Movies for Days, who said, never knew this existed. Haha. Ha. I'm going to guess Brandy does not make an appearance. Unfortunately not. <laughs> no, Brandy does not make it in this one, sadly. <laughs> uh, we got Johnny Browning, who just says, wishing you guys a great time. <laughs> Which we did, which we did. And our last one is from Cinema to Clip. 
cin- oh, wow. cinematically. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I looked, I looked I, into that I, word way too hard. And I was like, that's a hard one. Cinematically. You said like you went cinema to clit, and I'm like, what? That's, a, that's an interesting transition. That seems like a damn thing to say. That seems- it does! Why are you taking my thunder, bro? Uh, their comment was, is this an actual movie? With <laughs> three question marks. So yeah, those are our comments. Nothing too exciting, but um, yeah, we always appreciate everybody their comments. By the way, I'm looking God. at the poster you posted, and like, Maybe those are the actors in the movie, but they look nothing like the actors in the movie. Yeah. Oh, just like uh, like when Scream put out their first poster with all like the yeah. actors in there. It's like none well, of these people. The look- actors. Yeah, those are the actors. Just a couple of them had totally different hairstyles. It's like Drew Barrymore's in this movie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, still one of the greatest openings of a movie. So I don't care. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's it for I'll always know what you did last summer. And you know what, Tony, I thank you for making us watch this movie. So then I can never watch it again. Yes. <laughs> do you, no, I was going to say, uh, do, you, do you think this will be canon in the new film? Do you think Jennifer Love Hewitt will be like, oh, I heard he's a zombie now. No, no, I'm pretty sure. Uh, no. <laughs> I really hope they don't even go by and like that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be literally just based off the first one. I hope they don't even go with the second one either. <laughs> Because that was stupid. Don't do the second. You don't want to, you know, no. Fisherman Goes Bahamas? Oh, yeah, because the <laughs> son's name was Ben's son. Give me a fucking break. So stupid. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, next week on episode 97, we're going back to finish the Alien franchise with a movie that wasn't that originally wasn't supposed to be an Alien movie, but then turned out to be an Alien movie because the director said so. And that is 2012's Prometheus. <laughs> Tony's talked about Prometheus. which is which is also something that connects us because our first couple episodes when we changed our name um our first like 18 episodes we were we went by a different well i went by a different name because i did it with somebody else and then brought dan and angela in long story but our first three we started the jurassic park franchise and so clayton's name came up quite a bit when we did that uh, did it and then i didn't even know you knew him until he started showing up in your videos yeah i was like Wow. Me, me and him joke all the time because I, uh, when theory channels started taking off, like uh, Alien Theory, who yep. I'm also friends with, and uh, Star Wars Theory, I had set up a channel to do Jurassic Park Theory because I'm like, I'll jump on that trend. And then I just got busy and I forgot about it. And then I discovered Clayton <laughs> and I showed him, I showed him the unreleased channel I made. I went, you son of a bitch. He's like, what do you want me to do? I didn't know you existed. I'm like, well, yeah. How dare you take my idea that I never followed up on and never announced and no one knew about and I forgot about. How dare you? Well, the the, the craziest thing is I didn't even they Dan actually brought up Clayton on our yeah. Jurassic Park 3 episode and yeah. I I guess I had wa- was I was watching his Dragon Curve channel not knowing that Clayton was also the Dragon Curve channel because he would never say who yeah. he was in the in the videos. It was, it was, it's weird. But yeah, you cover I, I Prometheus want, on their, on Dragon Curve. I want that yes. man to read me. I want that, I want Clayton to release just him reading the first two books. Like, that's it. <laughs> I want that him to do an audiobook. So we definitely have to <laughs> try. I gotta, shit. Is he on socials? I gotta, like, I, I wanna, I wanna reach out to him. <laughs> so uh, he goes on and off of socials. I don't know where he is right now dude, with socials. Re- reach out to him so we can do uh, Carthors. Oh, Carnosaur! I Carnosaur actually reviewed. 
I, I did a commentary on my Patreon. Final plug. On my Patreon, I have a commentary track of Carnosaur 1 with Clayton. Oh, and we also... Right. And I also reviewed Carnosaur 2 and 3 with him on Patreon. No, no scratch that idea. It's been done. Fuck it. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. No, you know what you can talk about? You talk about Raptor. No, no, which... no. The Last Dinosaur, 1977. Rankin-Bax okay. and Toho. Or Subaraya. That's the one. Okay, okay. I was going to say, if you really want to talk about Carnosaur, uh, that movie Raptor, it's a uh, brand new movie at the time. And they just all the dinosaur footage is recycled from the first three carnosaurs. They made a, <laughs> they made a fourth movie out of three different dinosaurs. Awesome. Oh, that sounds wonderful. That's awesome. <laughs> all right, Tony, tell us uh, tell us what you've been working on and what we we can look forward to on Hack the Movies. Oh man, I am working on a lot of stuff. Uh, I have reviews coming out uh, tied to big films that are being released. Uh, as we all know, Harrison Ford was not content with ruining, ruining Indiana Jones the last time. So he's coming back as a geriatric dinosaur, Indiana Jones, to ruin it again. So we're going to start reviewing the Indiana Jones movies leading up to that terrible film that will be awful. Uh, speaking of uh, elderly people who need to retire, Michael Keaton is going to be Batman again for oh. some reason. Because we want to see a 70-year-old Batman. That's what everyone wanted that, apparently. I go out on the street, and they're like, we should be Batman. And everyone goes, some old guy. Uh, we're going to start covering the Burton Batmans in the future. We're also, uh, the next Friday the 13th is in October. And we're going to cover Freddy versus Jason. So all this year, <laughs> all this year, we're going to be going through the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, so yeah, that's a lot to look forward to. Um, We've been doing more live episodes, as I think I mentioned earlier, where uh, I recap like what I saw during the month with a guest. And uh, actually, for $10 patrons, they're going to start to be able to join in the live streams, which would be fun. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, uh, that's all I got going on. There's right. other stuff, but that's all I got going on. <laughs> just like a full plate. Just, just, a, yeah. just a little bit of stuff. Um, <laughs> where, can, where can people find you? The hack the movies on youtube uh hack the movies wherever you get your podcast you can also go to hack and patreon.com slash hack the movies very good all the links will be down in the description mm -hmm. and in the show notes uh as for us you can find us at dissect that film wherever you get your podcast i mean if you're listening to us or watching us right now you've already found us so i don't know why i have to tell you <laughs> um but also uh we're on all the socials at dissect that film uh yeah next week we got prometheus as we stated before which is going to be fun um closing it's gonna be it's it's fun that we're finally closing out on our first franchise of the year um with a, a controversial movie and then a movie that no one likes uh yeah. <laughs> so but yeah uh, tony it has been an absolute pleasure having you on this is for me this has been kind of like a, a dream come true to, to have you on hi I apologize again for the movie choice. I apologize. I'm sorry. Listen, we <laughs> can make the shittiest movies into a good time. So I, it, does, <laughs> it does not matter. Like I said, I what, as soon as you messaged me, I was like, hmm, really? Okay, whatever. <laughs> just like, okay, we're doing it, guys. Parker's <laughs> like, just watch this. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And um, yeah, until next time. I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. And that 
is the very famous Tony of Hack the Movies. And this has been the Dissected Film Podcast, episode 96. See you all again next time. Bye-bye.